It's the Skinny Podcast, only on Local12.com. Now, here's Richard Skinner. Welcome into the Skinny Podcast. It's the weekly potpourri edition. I'm Richard Skinner, Local12.com Digital Sports Commerce Center. As always, it's presented by Ryan Kiefer of Prime Lending. And each and every week, of course, I'm joined by my man Rick Broering as we discuss sports topics of local interest, maybe a national topic or two. We got a gambling segment we usually get to and a portion of the program where you can ask me a question on anything. Just go to Twitter, hit up the hashtag AskSkinnyAnythingRick. We'll start off with a question from our guy, Dan, and he says, this is the 20-year anniversary of Pardon the Interruption. I think the actual anniversary date is Friday, the 22nd, so we're right on time probably here as people are listening to this. He's curious what you think, Skinny, as a radio and TV veteran of that show's influence on sports. Um, I think it's influ- I think it influenced more hot-takey shows. I think the problem with a lot of the hot takey shows is it, it it they've turned into scream fests. I always thought I don't watch part of the interruption like I used to. I I don't watch a lot of TV. I just don't have the time that I maybe used to have. I got so much going on. But um, I it used to be appointment TV for me because I thought those guys were both well reasoned, funny, smart about their takes. Um, uh, and that's I I've always been a big Tony Kornheiser fan. I like Mike Wilbon too. I I not as much as I think Tony's just a clever clever dude. I think he's really smart. Um, and really smart about his sports takes, to be honest with you. So it, it was one of those early hot takey shows, but they did it in such a, I thought, a, I love the rundown, the way they did it. Um, uh, they, they had fun with each other. They could make fun of each other and, and not have get their feelings butt hurt. And again, they didn't yell at each other. So to me, I, I thought, it, I think it's been a great show. I do think it spawned those hot take shows that I, I uh, they're like nails on a chalkboard for me. I, I can't do it. Um, so I don't do it. Um, those that do, so be it. So yeah, I think that's the influence it's had. But it's 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 a heck of a good run, man. Twenty years doing that that same. Literally, it's the same format. I mean, it's not like all of a sudden they decided to spruce things up with a different version of this or that. It's literally basically the same format, and it's worked. Well, and at the time, it was such a unique idea, and it it felt out of place compared to other things that were. Yeah, going I mean, there's on. no fancy. There's no fancy. I mean, it's, it's it's an old white guy and and a black guy um, and and two two newspaper guys basically at heart who had some TV and radio experience, obviously, and just this ugly graphic in between them basically of the rundown, um, and it worked. Well, if you ran out that same exact show and started it today, everyone would be like, "Well, this is a diamond. It's a it's a t- um." vanilla version of what we've got a million of already like this is the format that everyone tries and does now because it's it's easier and cheaper and and makes more sense it gets more clickbait segments than going through like highlights do you don't need highlight shows anymore on tv right and it's easier to produce than going out and doing actual research and interviews and and exposing good reporting and things like that so it spawned an entire genre and the way that sports is covered in general now in sports entertainment. But at the time it was totally unique. I mean, there was nothing else really like it. I remember when I was younger, when you'd see it on ESPN in the afternoons, it was a stark contrast compared to most of the other things that were on TV uh, on the channels, ESPN or ESPN two at the time. But the thing about them that I think you pointed out that is different and it remains different is they never took themselves overly seriously right. and they were never trying to do, I mean, in some ways they were hot takey, but they were never going to extremes really with their take. They were either trying to be witty, they were trying to be funny, or they had a well-reasoned point to make. Yes, yes. And now I mean, it's honestly, honestly, more Steve, just like 
coming up with crazy off the wall things to say to get a click. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith is a cartoon character. Yeah. Um, uh, Skip, Bayless, Skip, Skip Bayless, Bayless is a car- yeah. Skip Bayless is a cartoon character. Max Kellerman is a dope. Um, you know, so honestly, these two guys, I I think are like, they're just really smart about it. They're well-reasoned and you're right. They can make fun of each other, laugh at stuff that that needs to be laughed at. And I think that's why it worked. I think they honestly, you know what I think they were? I think they were genuine as opposed to being a cartoon character. I, I'll even listen to somebody who's genuine if I disagree with him just because I know, Hey, that guy's real. He's at least making a real point as opposed to screaming something that he doesn't really even believe or half the time screaming something that's just moronic. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't know how anybody watches Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, or Max Kellum. I really, truly don't. I don't know how anybody does it. See, and I think there is a place. And Skip Bayless was a hell of a newspaper man. He was a terrific newspaper man, but he is a clown. I, I totally agree, but I also get why people watch it, because it is funny. Like, occasionally, I don't ever seek that stuff out, but occasionally when it's on, there are segments and there are topics where I go, well... I mean, that is just a good sports argument. And for the casual sports fan that maybe isn't tuning into this stuff and reading up on it and really staying locked in in the way we do, I can see where there is a big market to have these, you know, the the Jordan versus LeBron type of debates over and over and over again and just scream at each other. I kind of get why there's a market for it and I understand why it works. But I mean, they were so different from that while also being kind of the the godfathers of that format yes, in a lot yep, of ways. Yep, no doubt. Who goes on the Mount Rushmore of TV moms? This from our guy, Mo Egger. Thank you, Mo Egger. I assume we can do the. Was this meant to be like dirty, perverted old man just calling out hot moms? Or was this well, like see, our it, favorite it's funny mom? you say that. I, I've got to, because this is one for full disclosure, I had to do a little bit ahead of time. I had, I had three that I was pretty sure of, because when you're talking Mount Rushmore, there's some history too, right? I mean, like they it's haven't like the changed Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, they can they can be hot, but like it has to be they're, they're the greatest for whatever reason. Is my opinion. yeah, it doesn't I, necessarily I, have to be because they're hot, but that could be why. I've got three and a wild card for the fourth that's not on there. It's just a personal like for the kind of the reason you're saying, but I'll give you who the four probably should be if you're going to do it. June Cleaver is an easy one for me. Okay. I mean, come on, man, yeah, she was the original take, TV mom. Yeah. She was yeah, she's the original TV mom. Mrs. Cunningham from Happy Days. Mrs. C, Marion Cunningham, again, pretty generational mom on TV, perfect mom on TV. Carol Brady, right? I mean, come on. Carol Brady from the Brady Bunch has got to be on there. And then I'm going to go with, with I've got two. I've got Edith Bunker from, from All in the Family, Maureen Stapleton. But then I was always partial to Joanna Kearns as Maggie Malone in Growing Pains. Okay. Okay, I can see that. A couple of others that almost made the list. Um, what was the Tim Allen Tool Time show? I'm drawing a blank uh, on yeah, the Mrs. Name of the show. Uh, Jill Taylor. Jill Taylor. It, it was called yeah, Jill Taylor, but it was called Patricia um, Richardson. Home Improvement. Thank you, Home Improvement. Yeah. No, Tool Time was the show inside the show. Yes, yes. Um, she's she's close to that list. I would give uh, everybody loves Raymond's wife, um, Deborah Baroni. Uh, Trisha oh, Heaton. Oh yeah. Well, and, and her mother-in-law is maybe the most grating, annoying character in television That's history, correct. but maybe one of the best actresses because of that, that because she, she was so good at her role. But yeah, that, you know, I had, she came to mind too for me, Deborah did. Um, I thought that was, she, she had a lot of pop to her. I, I liked her a lot. Um, but it, see, and some of this is recency biases. So that's, that's where, you know, like the Mount Rushmore, that hasn't changed in a long, long time. Right. I mean, they put those four cats up there and that's, that's that. So, 
if I'm going historical, Edith Bunker becomes the fourth. Maggie Malone is just a personal favorite, but a couple others. Kitty Foreman from the Stat 70s show. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, Kitty's okay. the best. Yep. And again, that comes generational, right? I grew up kind of at the end of the Beaver Cleaver. I was a teenager through the Happy Days years. Um, I was preteen in the Carol Brady years. So those are kind of my era, right? So that's right. why if you're looking Mount Rushmore of TV moms, and those were kind of the first the first main TV moms out there. And so that's why they kind of make that Mount Rushmore. Um, one I listed just if we were going to do the hot factor is Sophia Vergara from Modern Family. I mean, come on. It gets it doesn't get much better than that. I, I don't know who that is. Look her up, bro. Sophia Vergara. V-A-G-A-R-A, I believe. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, that'll work. So, so you would put Kitty Foreman in over who? So who would your four be? Because again, it's funny, it's generational. Well, yeah, I would have none of yours on mine. I would yeah. have none of yours on mine, but that being said, like I understand what you're saying from if you're doing like a collective Mount Rushmore for everybody, you'd have to have some of the names you have probably like June Cleaver because it's you know, it's it's everybody. I like the first TV time. mom. Yeah. yeah. Um so Jill Taylor actually was one I had on my list too. I, I would have gone Kitty Foreman and Jill Taylor for sure in mine. And this is my personal, you know, shows sure. like that that I grew up with. Um I think I would go Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Vivian Banks. Good, That's a good call. Yeah. I think I would have her in there. You know, I don't know if she has, like, the biggest personality, per se. She wasn't certainly, like, the focal point of, of the show at all, but uh, she was she was this, pretty good. I mean... This is a hair before your time, and she, she might belong in the mix, too. Um, is it Felicia Rashad from The Cosby Show? Uh, I'm on Rashad's that, wife. All right. Uh, I don't, are you, we're not talking about Claire Huxtable. Yes. Yeah. Claire okay. Huxtable. Yeah. Claire Huxtable. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's gotta be up there. That was one I, I had on the list. Um, I think she'd probably be honorable mention for me, but she's, yeah. she's up there for sure. Long time successful show. And she was a good TV mom. I'll tell you what, this is a show I didn't watch a lot, but I, I like her, uh, the cut of her gym. And I also low key <laughs> is like, she's like kind of one of them on my milf list, I guess. Lorelai Gilmore. Oh, absolutely. I, I almost had her. I am a huge fan of Lauren Graham. Huge fan. Yeah. So bingo, bingo, here is the uh, the number one for me overall, though, that I would have on my list. The greatest TV mom of all time. Mrs. Taylor from Friday Night Lights. See, and I, I just never got into the show. I That's oh. um, what's the actress's name. I love her, too. She's yeah, she's she's sharp. Um, dad, going on. What is the actress's name? This is driving me crazy now. Connie Britton. Connie, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Who seemed to? She's one of the ones who got better looking the older she got. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like younger Connie Britton does was nothing okay for you. Yeah, yeah. She, now, I wouldn't say that she was okay, but the older she got, yeah, mm. I mean, like, I look. You wouldn't look at her and be like, "Oh, that's a good-looking actress." You yeah, know, you would, right. You would just be like, "Okay, that's a, that's another lady walking down the street." But Connie Britton as a mom. 11. I mean, off the charts. Yeah, it's a good call. She's one of the best looking moms. I mean, and she'll look good until she's like dead. I mean, she just has that look. Oh, yeah. So so here's the great part to this. I'm obviously in the older end of the spectrum. You're in the younger end of the spectrum. Moe's in the middle. I'll be interested to see where Moe's Mount Rushmore is because yours is far different than mine and understandably so. Yeah, but um, most strikes me as someone that watched like a, a lot of black and white WB sixty four. Like, so I feel like he might have been watching the same shows you did, just on reruns on on regular TV. Later, I don't know. 
So I'll be interested to hear what his his four is, his Mount Rushmore is. Yeah, I so feel gonna, like his is going to skew a little older too. I mean, that'd yeah, be so, fascinating because he he did he would have grown up like his formative years were the nineties, right? Yeah, I mean it's Claire Huck, Claire Huxtable's in that mix. Yeah, yeah. So I right, we'll so I'm, I'm so I'm going to go with my four, and again it's generational, and and we're not going for the hot factor here, but we're just going for the the TV mom Mount Rushmore factor, which does say something. June Cleaver, Marion Cunningham, Carol Brady, and Edith Bunker. You know what? I'll put together a graphic with this of our draft or our Mount Rushmore's your four and my four. And we'll let uh, Twitter vote and see who had the better. I'm a big, Mount I'm, I'm a big Joanna Kearns, Maggie Malone fan though. I'm mm. Okay. So what's your four official ones again? Give them one more time. Uh, yep. June Cleaver, Marion Cunningham from happy days, Carol Brady and Edith Bunker from all in the family. Okay. And I've got Jill Taylor, Mrs. Taylor. Yes. Um, Aunt Viv. Aunt Viv. And For Connie Britton, Friday Night Lights. Well, that was Mrs. Taylor. Yeah. Oh, uh, Mrs. Taylor. I, I'm sorry. I'm I had sorry. Jill Taylor. And, I Ki- and, Kitty, and Kitty Foreman. And you got and Kitty, Kitty Foreman. And Kitty Foreman. Those are my four. Yep. yep. Okay. Good stuff. Get to see what most take. It's from a friend of the show. Yeah, I'm interested. You said there's a dark question coming, so it's, I'm, I'm kind of interested. It's in this. dark. Okay. So he wants to know. A current name, a current NFL player that if he did what OJ, meaning OJ Simpson did, would mirror the situation perfectly, like in terms of how likable the guy is, how shocking it would be, and the subsequent attention it would get. If you don't know what we're referring to, we're talking about OJ Simpson killing his wife. He was acquitted. If you don't fit, you must acquit. Yeah, I I should say OJ Simpson not killing his wife is what I should have said. But I think we all wink, wink, know what you're talking about. Yes. Um, so I'm going to do this because I, I think, I don't think this would shock me, but he is, he is at least, I guess, has enough of a likability factor to do national commercials. And he does have apparently enough of a likability factor to potentially host a game show, but he looks like he could also be as bat blank crazy as possible and do something like that. A.A. Ron Rogers. Wow. Interesting. So that was the the first name I brought up, the first two names I brought up were Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, because I think those are the only two guys with enough commercial success, entertainment success, like notoriety to ma- to match OJ and the way. And, OJ- Bra- now, and I gotta be honest with you, Brady's creepy and Aaron Rodgers. They're both creepy too. Well, and as soon as they I really said are. that, that was the first thing that this guy who asked the question said was that he said, first of all, I could totally see Aaron Rodgers doing this. So it wouldn't even be shocking. Right. That's what I said. That's kind of, I'm kind yeah, of weird well, that both of you said that. <laughs> um, but again, he's got a, you know, a likability, kind of like OJ. I mean, OJ obviously did a ton of national commercials. He did Monday night football. He had a likability factor. Um, and, and, you know, so obviously does Aaron, I mean, Aaron's Rodgers is the guy to me. He's, he's got the, yes, the commercials. Yes. He's got the jeopardy thing jeopardy, going on. Right. He's hanging out with all the movies. St- like to me, Aaron Tom, Rodgers Tom, is the guy. Tom Brady would seem to be, honestly, this is, this is so, this is dark, but Fair. Tom Brady just, Tom Brady just seems like he'd have that. I'm going to do it and I will get away with it. He seems like he'd be the smartest guy in the room thinking he could get away with it. Yeah, I'm a little worried about what our country would do if Tom Brady was put up for murder. I feel like we would probably just let him go. Like, I, I don't know that we would prosecute Tom Brady, if I'm being honest. That maybe, but there, there's a creepy factor with that cat, too. There really is. The one thing that I think we kept kind of coming back to as we were arguing about this for multiple hours over text was that there probably isn't a good one-to-one 
comparison here for a couple of reasons. One is the racial element to OJ's situation that it'd be right. just hard to have a similar thing now. And two, there aren't a lot of guys who are famous in that same way. It's more social media stuff and they keep to themselves right. a little bit more. Right. It's not the same thing of you go out and you do a bunch of movies and commercials and everyone. I mean, I'm, trying to, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think how many NFL players do national commercials. And the only guys I can think of from the NFL are Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes doing the State Farm commercial. Am I missing somebody else? Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady has obviously done a bunch of different things over the years. He doesn't, I don't think he's on as much anymore. Um, the other two guys I mentioned that are kind of, I feel like they cross over enough to where random people would know, like your mom might know who they are, is Gronk and Marshawn Lynch, but neither of them fit the, the rest of the stuff at all. I mean, they're not, they just wouldn't be a good comparison at all if they did that. And again, I mean, yeah, if, Mar- if Gronk Mar- killed somebody, you'd be like, well, that was just too wild of a Friday night for the Gronk family. I mean, yeah, and Marshawn does have some, he, he did the Subway commercial. I think he did a Doritos commercial or Cheetos commercial, something along those lines. But, right. Th- those um, two are recognizable. But, 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 but he, but, but, but Marshawn, I think Marshawn has always seemed crazy enough that that that, that wouldn't shock you either. Same, same with Gronk. I mean, that's what right. neither same one with Gronk. of them are in right. the right category of like we take them seriously. They're like national. Um, oh, icon dude, type I, people. dude, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, this. I have no doubt that when Gronk does finally officially retire, that cat makes a porn movie. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, for sure. Or well, or an OnlyFans. I mean, could you imagine how much yeah, money correct. an OnlyFans? He would, he would oh my it. word! So let me give you the name that the person who posed this question originally thinks is the perfect answer. And I think it's so far off base. All right. Larry Fitzgerald. Wow. Yeah. I guess from the shocking factor, cause he just, he's been the consummate pro good guy. Um, all the things that you'd want. Um, right, but here's my point. What's the last I guess, I guess, thing Larry Fitzgerald was on TV for right, anything or right. for That's the, just the it. university of Phoenix commercials in 2009. Yeah, he's done some. Uh, I think he's done a couple of things on. He does some things. I think on radio on Monday Night Football, where he he does like a two minute interview, and it's he's for something. But but no, I, okay. But every everyone in the country right. knew who OJ Simpson was. Your no mom, question. your grandmother. Because, my mom right. does oh, not know who Larry Fitzgerald is. Right, because OJ Simpson was in commercials. He was an actor. Monday Night Football. Yes, he had complete brand brand appeal. So that's what made this whole whole thing so shocking. Obviously, yeah, and that and that's the yeah, whole part yeah. of this that you Larry just can't like. Yeah, it's not the right answer. I, it, I it, said this. It, 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 it would be utterly shocking. Don't get me wrong. That would be one where I just my jaw would drop. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's a nice guy or by all accounts. I mean, so I yes. get that part of it, but there's just nowhere near th- that case. I mean, it would be a big deal, but it wouldn't stop the country like O.J. Simpson's did. Correct. It just wouldn't. I Correct. mean, there's a lot of people who don't know or don't care who Larry Fitzgerald is. That's, that's the, right. That's no, the that's difference. Right. OJ Simpson, he's not the same caliber of player of like a LeBron in terms of the stature in his sport, but he was like that famous at the time. All right. How about this comparison? He's not in the NFL any longer, but I guess Tony Romo. Well, I, I got a better one for you that I think is actually probably the best answer I've come up with. And it's Peyton. Okay. Manning. Oh yeah. That great call. Great, yeah. great call that. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's the right answer. Yes. That's the, that is the correct, right. answer. you're right. Absolutely. That is the right answer. Mm-hmm. And in fact, OJ didn't do this as an NFL player. He did it as an ex NFL player. So that would be right. the same. Yes. Right. That, and that's the same the, kind no, of, there, there, no, of the... no, hang on. There is no other answer. That is the perfect right answer. 
To- I agree. And the only element you're not getting there is the racial side of things, which made the the OJ thing. But again, right. I don't think you right. could replicate that in today's. It's not the no. same. No, no. Peyton Manning replicates it almost to a T. Uh, yeah. Great player. Hall of Fame. Um, uh, the goofy likable, able to make fun of yes. himself. Everyone yes. likes him. Yeah, I mean, it's, yes. Yeah, that's there's no other answer. That's the, I, that is the dead right. Perfect answer. No pun intended so with too. the dead right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good place to leave it. Yes, indeed. Good stuff. Uh, that was that was a dark question, but it was kind of a fun one to it's play with. <laughs> I mean, we argued about it for hours over tech, so I knew it was a pretty good question. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of like doing that. But yes, your answer is clearly there, there is no other answer. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning for the win. Speaking but, of which, if, if I hate to sidetrack it. Have you seen the, 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 the thing that the CDC has now done about uh, making sure your kids don't crap in the pool this summer where the kid coming down the slide shows a, a, a brown streak before they go into the pool? No. Have you seen this? No. I swear to God, uh, it, it is the damnedest thing ever. I, I saw it. I think I, I think our newscast had it the other morning and I couldn't stop laughing. I could not stop laughing. Diarrhea and swimming. This has to be. That's it. it. That's it. That's it. It's got to oh be. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that poor. It's a cartoon girl, but still. It's a cartoon. cartoon yeah, girl. I know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Don't leave your mark at the pool this summer. That's what. And that's what it was. That's the. Line. It's an animated cartoon girl coming down the slide with just a giant brown streak coming out her. Yes. Backside. I mean, c- come on. As a parent, be a little more responsible than if your kid crapped their pants. You let them go swim. Go wipe their ass, put a new swimsuit on them, and move on. Or honestly, send them home. It, Can't go in the pool today, Jimmy. You just crapped your pants. It okay, mom. Only I'm sorry. takes I'll try one person with diarrhea time. to contaminate the entire pool <laughs> to ruin your whole summer. <laughs> I'm really glad <laughs> you uh, let me. And, and I will say, and I did see somebody that tweeted out said, "This is what your taxpayer dollars have gone to." And, and some of it's right. I mean, this is so commonsensical. Do we really need somebody spend? We don't need the government spending money to tell us not to have your kid crap it in a pool. I mean, honestly, do we really need that? Do we not have enough common sense to, to, as parents to not allow that to happen? So, you know, what's amazing. I just looked at the comments, which usually you should never do. But in this case, you have no, of to. Of course not. Of course not. And yes. somebody said they didn't say we couldn't pee in the pool to which someone point. responded and said, ah, contraire. And they have another graphic they made with little Jimmy in there with his goggles on. And all of a sudden, a big yellow urine pile surrounds him in the I middle didn't... of the pool. They, <laughs> Pee mixed with chlorine creates chemicals that can make your eyes red and itchy. The CDC came prepared this summer. Do not piss in their pool. Do not crap in their pool. Just let's have a good, clean summer. All right. I will. I will say I've never peed in a pool, but there's nothing better than peeing in the ocean. I'm not going to lie to you. I I, people are not going to believe me because I know everybody does this. I got made fun of last weekend for for going to the bathroom while I was at the pool, but I do not pee in my swimsuit i just to me i can't get over the fact that oh no 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 i don't know I, I don't even no in the ocean dude you just you, yeah you, you whip it out a, okay good right, for correct you. yeah you just get into a good spot yeah not in the swimsuit no chance of that yeah i i just i i can't believe people just grown men just sit there like no i was yeah, at the yeah, pool yeah, yeah, we're all drinking uh, beers i get up to pee and they're like what are you doing i'm like going to the bathroom I'm like why'd you get out of the pool i'm like wait have you guys just been peeing on me the whole time like yeah we're I, yeah what the can't hell? have that no yeah. you can't have that i'm not a pee in the pool guy no, I'm and with you. Neither, the CDC doesn't think you should be either. All right. Huddersfield forward. Huddersfield is an English soccer team, by the way. That's apparently oh, not okay. the best sure. league. Yeah. Huddersfield forward Kenny Edwards has been banned for 10 matches for, listen to this part, putting his finger up the bottom of an opponent. I think I saw that. I read this. Yes. Skinny, do you find 10 matches to be an appropriate punishment for sticking your finger up the bottom of your opponent? 
depends on how long he left it there. I think you, I think honestly, I think you suspend him 10 games for every second. He left the finger there. <laughs> I mean, that's a little much, dude. What, I mean, what do we, what, what, what it, it had to be accidental. Correct. I would hope. I, I definitely don't think it was. I think that's why he is, uh, he is being banned. Man, you talk about getting suspended. under an opponent's skin. You're getting into the private part. I, I did the, the guy turn around. If I was the guy, I go, what are you doing? And turn around and slug him. Or, hey, buddy, you don't know me quite that well. Or maybe he was making a pass at the guy for all I know. So uh, I, I think I said this guy was a soccer guy. He is not. It's not soccer. It's um, rugby. Sorry. Rugby. Yeah, but there's a lot of English. stuff. Yeah, but dude, those rugby, those rugby scrums. God They're knows dirty. what goes underneath those piles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I. You know what, though? In this case. So much crap goes on. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to say an, uh, probably an unpopular opinion here. I'd rather have my butt probed than someone junk punch me in a sport. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. And, and I think there's probably a lot of junk punching that goes on in the bottle of rugby scrums. Oh, right? we see it in basketball all the time. I don't know why oh, yeah. guys think it's so okay to just haul off and punch each other in the nuts, but they do it a lot. No, they, they do. Yeah. I mean, if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to fight around some screens and, um, you know, I can't get loose of a guy. Give the him a Grayson quick one. In the, yeah, you just a quick one right there, and good way to free yourself for an open jumper, in my opinion. Yeah, man, that's that's a little much, though. I'm out on the finger probing, though. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's ten fair. games is is probably not even Apropos. quite enough. Yeah, I'd probably go okay. a little bit more. As I said, maybe you count the seconds. Ten games for every second he was in there. I'm good with that. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. I, I, you've got to really break that down frame or, by frame. I don't know who's in charge of that. Or you charge him with sexual assault. That might be an option. There I mean, I go. think that's probably qualifies. Yeah, probably, probably does. If, if you're inside of me, I think it's it's fair to call it it's, sexual assault. That's, that's a pretty good point. Yeah. And I didn't invite it. Yeah. Little little thing called consent there, rugby guys. Yeah, that, that's correct. Yes, exactly. Maybe learn exactly. about it. All right, Skinny, and we'll wrap it up with this. I'm anxious to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, someone wants to know your thoughts on the latest Bitcoin run. You a big cryptocurrency guy. I am not. I do have a friend of mine that bought a bunch of, was it, how do you pronounce it, Doge? Dogecoin? Coin? Yeah, and he, he, he bought it. I mean, I'm talking about a sizable investment. And he said he watched it in like a week's time go up to, um, his investment go up to 72 grand, dip to 28 grand, and I... I said, what are you going to do? He said, I just stopped watching. He said, I'm just in it for the long run. And I, 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 I keep asking the question is, what can you do with this stuff right now? And the answer is nothing. It has no value. So why are people investing in it? I don't understand it. <laughs> there we go. I think that's all people wanted to hear. I think that was the only reason that question was asked. Right. right and, that, that and that's why I, I don't need to understand it. But honestly, what can you do with it, Rick? I, I've got nothing for you. I am not going to be uh, the guy trying to explain you, cryptocurrency you, on a podcast. You, That's you, for you, damn sure. You've done some day trading, right? You don't do it all the time, but don't yeah. you do some? I did. The, I do. I'm in some stocks. Yeah, mostly right. gambling stocks. Right. Um. So you you know some of that stuff. I, again, I'm I'm just I've been trying to figure out the whole fascination with this stuff when it has no real value. It'll be interesting to see going forward if more places start accepting it as a form of payment. As yeah, when we, when we, some when we all live currency. on Mars one day. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, again, I've got nothing for you. And that's what I said. It. I said, dude, when, when it went up to to basically, you you made about I, I, he made about twenty five grand when he looked at it at one point. I said, why did you not just get out then? I said, you made an easy twenty five grand off the backs of a bunch of idiots like yourself. <laughs> 
He's like, nope, I'm just in it for the long run. It's kind of like my 401k. I just don't look at it. I said, all right. I mean, hey, I'm going to tell you, you, do you. I'm always a big you do you guy, right? I mean, you do you, but I'm just thinking to myself, what, what if this thing eventually people go, yeah, this is not value. This has the, 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 the bottom just drops right out. And some of the prices that that stuff trades for, my God. Skinny, would you say you're more what? of an NFT guy or more of a cryptocurrency guy? I'm more of a dollar bill guy. <laughs> That's about right. Gold hard cash guy. Gold hard cash. I'm still a guy that has a cigar box that he throws his change in at night. That's me. I'm that guy. I like that. Yeah, that's a yeah. good move. Except the problem is now you can't go to a bank and turn your change in for cash anymore. You got to go to one of those little Kroger things and dump it in, and they take a 15% cut. I feel like I'm going to a bookmaker and getting getting the juice squeezed out of me. But. Well, and, and now there's like plastic bags over those saying you can't use it because of COVID. So right. yeah, you're yeah, really right. screwed now. <laughs> well, either that or I'm just going to save for a few years and then dump it in there and be real surprised when I get back all of $127 for all of my savings. Yeah, yeah it's going to be one hell of a weekend of beer and <laughs> exactly. gas for you. And, and then I'll roll that to a giant pick four somewhere and probably lose it and it'll be all gone and within two races. There you go. I'll, I'll save for three years for a pick four. Good for me. Oh, I am going to Keeneland uh, next weekend. So Very nice. What, what day are you going? The 30th, the last day. That's Friday. Open, I think. Yeah, that's or, that no, the Saturday. No, that's Saturday. That's Saturday. Yeah. Great, great. Hopefully the weather's nice. It's uh, it's one of my five. I haven't gone in a couple of years. Obviously, COVID was part of that. I don't have time to go for this meet, but uh, I'm looking forward to going uh, in, in April when the April meet comes back. Always a good time. Always a good time. So there we go. I, I just don't get the whole Bitcoin doge. I, I said, what, what can you buy with it right now? He goes, I guess you can go buy a Tesla. I said, great. Okay, go buy yourself a Tesla. Take your 22 grand out. Put it as a down payment for a Tesla. He go should. He should. We should get in some cryptocurrency for the podcast and just see where it goes from there. We'll ask wanna, Ryan Kiefer of Prime Lending to. I was just saying, you want you want to you want to you want to get a GoFundMe for this? We'll, we have the Skinny Podcast Bitcoin Fund, and we'll all we'll all we'll all wallow together, or we'll all come away rich together. We'll buy one percent of a Bitcoin that's costing <laughs> sixty six grand right now. I know. I see it on occasion. I'll flip through it. I'll stop on a financial channel, and for whatever reason, they'll start showing Bitcoin. I'll go. How can it be trading? What is it worth? How can it be trading that high? And if you had it, if you bought low at that point, my word, get out. Well, what if it goes over 100K? What if it dips to 0.00 because it's not worth a damn thing? (laughs) (laughs) That's That's talking finance with the the Skinny Podcast. Yep. Hey, thanks for that question. We appreciate that very much. All right. Is Skinny a Christmas lights pre or post Thanksgiving guy? Uh, How about a neither? guy <laughs> knew that was coming <laughs> how about that how about how about that it's usually my wife and kids putting the tree and putting the uh, the lights around the house i I just I, I i like christmas i just it's just it's too much of a hassle for me it just it, I, I don't want to be a homeowner anymore i don't i just don't i want a one room flat with a bathroom off to the side and i'm good that's all i want <laughs> you just must be a joy to live with at home. <laughs> <laughs> i just i'm tired of the hassle of things i want things to be easy Homeownership is is a hassle, and I've I've had the hassle for thirty years now, man. I'm tired. Another ten years, Lord willing, I, I, we're still able to do this podcast. So you're just going to be <laughs> saying breathing is a hassle. Why are we breathing still is alive a on this earth? Well, well, my 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 former radio partner Tom Gamble and I used to he used to have a great line. One of my favorites. You know why people die, Chief? They just get tired of living. <laughs> it was, it's one of my it's one of the great lines of all time. It really uh-huh. is. They just point. get tired of living. Tom Gamble, urban philosopher that he is. Yes. No, I love all aspects of my life. I just, being a homeowner and doing stuff like that, I just have, I have no time A and I have no interest B. If I get a handful of, you know, hours off, if I'm lucky, I just want to sit on my ass and do nothing at that point. 
Uh, Clayton says, am I nuts for asking for a bidet for Christmas? Family thinks I'm crazy. This starts our uh, holiday section of the show off. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with a bidet. I mean, who doesn't want a clean, clean area down there, right? I think actually it's the more sanitary thing to do at the very minimum. Yes. I think you should be using some type of disposable wipe. Like I, I I'm fully on board with that, dude. There's no question about it. There's nothing worse, Rick, than when you're standing next to the guy who smells because his underwear smells. Nothing uh, worse. I'm yeah, so good. Okay, th- this I'm so goofy that I literally will put deodorant on the outside of my underwear before I put my pants <laughs> on. I'm not lying to you. That is a move. I mean, here's my thing about uh, toilet paper know, that never you, made sense you to know, me. You know, guy, I'm talking about. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, I do. Seriously. Unfortunately, Change your drawers, baby. Unfortunately, we probably have similar guy or two in mind right now too. While we're thinking about this, based on the the people that we know. But the thing about toilet paper that I've never gotten behind is if you just got some crap on your hands. <laughs> yes, you wouldn't just take a paper towel and wipe it off of that, your hands. That, that's correct. Right. I mean, you're going to do some type of like sanitation process. You need a little water on there to wash it off. I mean, I'm I'm in on a bidet. I think that makes sense. I understand why some people might not want to go to that. It sounds a little it sounds a little hoity toity for sure. But I think it sends a little sensation, you know, up there. It might might excite you might take you to new (laughs) places that you're not prepared for. I I get all that. But at least use a disposable wipe, folks. Like (laughs) I'm I'm down with that. Uh, just a couple of things to get through and ask any anything. And the first one is a major blunder on my part from last week. And so people want to uh, revisit something that you said. Okay. Uh, you mentioned that you will occasionally put deodorant on the outside of your underwear. That is accurate. Yeah. When you get. Um, so, so people had some questions and uh, the first one would be you're a boxers guy, right? This is new. A- new. I'm a briefs guy. Oh, so you're rocking tidy whities with a yes. little uh, deodorant yes. on the outside. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, the second would be what type of deodorant are we talking? We're not like a roll on, are we? Oh, old spice stick. Stick. Okay. So then at that point, now that we know what you're working with, are you not worried about like ruining your, your shorts or your pants or leaving a, a mark there? Like, no, it did. It, it, I mean, it dries fast, dude. That's what do, do you put deodorant on your underarms and does it stay sticky and wet all day? No, they, they, but I would just think that little bit like it might it might show, you know, like it might come no, through a little, no, a little grease mark on the back or something that doesn't doesn't show at all. And, and like I said, there's nothing worse than smelling guy with swamp ass. There's just nothing worse. There's really nothing. So this is just a purely preventative Yes. Over the top thing by you. You're not like is, a big swamp that, ass guy. Or no, I'm not. No, I'm not. It's just it's just an extra layer of protection, for lack of a better term. That is. And, and I'm not kidding about this. I really do it. No, I don't think anyone thought you were kidding when they heard it. They were really disappointed with me and not following up and, and demanding more information. I think it took me aback when I first heard it to the point where I was like, I really have nothing to say to that. So I just I mean, kept listen, it moving. The shorts are clean. So I'm putting it on, on, a, on a clean pair of shorts. So I'm not worried about like you know, putting it on five day old underwear and, and ruining the, the deodorant. So do, it's, it's do going on like, clean shorts. Do you, do you have like a separate, do you have like an ass stick of deodorant and an underarm no, deodorant no. or is it all the same? All the same. Okay. And I go, it, it's underarm, underarm, and then underwear, and then you're done. Have you ever just thought about going directly down the cheeks? Just one swipe? Nah, that's, that's a, that, that's a little over the top. I feel like that makes a little more sense. It was I, meant I, to go on skin. 
I know my former radio partner the week of his wedding for whatever reason. Um, and this became a running joke and he actually brought it to the chapel because I guess he figured he, he was a big, he was a big sweater in his day. He would sweat like crazy. We played softball together. And I've never seen a guy go through more t-shirts in a, in a day games than, than that cat went through. But, but Tom Gamble fell in love with gold bond at one point and that became the running gag. So we all had to use gold bond on his wedding day. I, I don't think I'll ever use gold bond again. What I mean, doesn't that just smell though? Doesn't that smell? No, like, it doesn't, uh, doesn't smell or something. Yeah, no, it doesn't smell. It just. I thought I just, Gold Bond had that like medicated smell to it. You may be able to get some with medicated smell, but this one did not smell. So it's just no no scent at all, just unscented. Correct. Yeah, just just kind of it just I guess. And what there, he's just doing that to stay dry? Is that what do you stay dry? For? Yeah, that that's correct. Oh, okay, that's correct. I, I thought guess it, Gold Bond had maybe I'm thinking of Icy. I thought it had that little like uh Icy Hot definitely has sensation. a smell. Yeah, oh, Icy yeah. Hot definitely does. Yes. Yeah, Gold Bond has a little tingling sensation to it. It does. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. it would like yeah. give you a it little does. cool sensation. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I did my best, folks. I don't know what else I have other than that. That's pretty much all the questions I could think okay. of about your routine. But yeah, people were very mad at me about that. So well, I, I apologize. Wanted to, I'll I want to let people know. Try to step it up as a journalist going forward. Um <laughs> our buddy Jed. <laughs> made a, a comment or a question said that on KSR, they were debating whether there are more chairs or pairs of socks in the world. Skinny, where do you come out on this more chairs or pairs of socks? I'm going to say pairs of socks by far. I, I mean, right now in the room I'm in, there's one chair. I'm trying to count the chairs in my house Four dining room chairs, got a living room chair, got a couple chairs downstairs. That I'm up to eight, maybe a chair in each of the kids' rooms still. That's nine to I'd say we probably got 14 chairs. I have probably 15 to 20 pair of dress socks and probably 20 pair of uh footies and another probably 20 pair of and I don't hardly ever wear them anymore of of higher white socks. So yeah, I I'm gonna go socks. I know at least from my own personal experience, it's definitely socks. Yeah, I, I don't understand how this was a debate. I, I don't either. I'm trying to I, figure that out myself. I, I think clearly, I mean, heck, the Bombas guys, to their credit, they donate every pair of socks you buy to 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 homeless shelters. So they're making a ton of socks. Yeah, and I, I don't want to flex on the rest of the public, but I got like probably 50, 60 pairs of socks. Maybe yeah, more. I, pro- I mean, Yeah, I probably do too. I was probably on the lighter estimate of mine too, Rick. I, I, you're probably right. I, I really don't go around counting my socks. I'm kind of just inventorying it off the top of my head. I'm probably in the 50 to 60 category. It's it's four times as many chairs as we've got in the house. Well, and, and then Jed brought up the point, well, does it count? Do you count car seats as like chairs? I was like, I don't care. Like that doesn't make yeah, even there. To me. Yeah. Okay. I've got four seats in my car. I've got another no, you really, 40 you, you, pairs of socks. I, yeah. I've, I've only got two seats in my car. Then I got a elongated back seat that really counts as one seat. Right. Yeah. I just don't understand how this was ever in question. Really? I don't apparently either. It was I, a big debate. I, yeah. I, I would like to know how the, how the topic came up to be honest with you. That's the thing. Yeah, I would like to 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 get into a big screaming match about this, but uh, I mean, maybe, maybe are on maybe, the logical side of the debate. Maybe one of those guys only has like one or two pairs of socks that he just rotates through. That would be very unhygienic in my opinion, but maybe that's all he's got. Yeah, you got to have some high quality wool socks to be doing something like that. But either way, I just don't even think it. Even if you've got some weirdos out there that only have a couple pairs of socks, even if there's some less fortunate people who don't really have any socks, you got to imagine they don't have a lot of chairs either. That's a good point. I mean, that's, that's a legit point. Yeah, so I just I don't understand how this ever got to this point. But there you go, Jed. That's what I got. Exactly. 
I've, I've got one more, actually. Okay, give, give it to us. Let's go. Slow the F down while you're driving, people. <laughs> I don't need somebody when I'm going in. I, I love this. So you, if you drive in Northern Kentucky for a part of it, when I get on in Burlington, it's 65 miles an hour till you get to just about the 275 split. Then it gets down to 55, right? And I'm still cruising at 70 in the 55, and it's usually, there's cops around there a bunch. And I just love the dude that rolls up on you in the middle lane, starts flashing his lights at you. I'm like, buddy, I'm already 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. Give me a freaking break, you jackass. <laughs> As you know, I've been uh, pulled over for speeding there one time, which is like... <laughs> It's no one ever gets pulled over for speeding there as you're I know. to. I and know. somehow I did. Yeah. So why why have it go down to 55 if you're not going to patrol it? I, I'm with you unless I'm driving and trying to get to sports authority on a Sunday night. Um, well, then, then, then I had had guy yesterday when a truck almost cut me off. Um, I almost had to slam the brakes on. He flashes his lights at me, goes around, looks at me, gives me the finger. I'm like, I either was going to get the truck was going to roll over top of my car jackass or i was going to have to stop and we were still going 70 miles an hour so were you in a 55 right right past harrison avenue on i-75 actually michigan michigan people get mad well i pulled up i i I raced behind them started flashing my my uh, my my brights at them just to piss them off ridiculous that doesn't surprise me down listen nine miles an hour over the speed limit good with that I'm okay with that. You don't have to go 55 and a 55. But if I'm cruising at 70, you don't need to be up my ass going 76. You know, here's the other part too. And usually they do that when the when the fast lane is open. Dude, that lane, you can go around me. You're allowed. There's nobody over there. Go. That's go, why I'm go. over here, Chief. Right, right. <laughs> Our guy Dan uh, tweets us. Uh, this is one that's personal to me. It's very near and dear to my heart. He said, my son, a first grader, revealed to me this morning that he has never pooped at school. He always waits till he gets home. I know there are some people who have no poop pee zones, work, etc. Is there any place Skinny absolutely refuses to use the bathroom? I'm kind of with him on that a little bit, dude. I, I unless I gotta really go bad, I, I I can't do it. I don't do it in a restaurant. I can't do it in a there's there's like a sporting event. I can't do it there. I don't want to do it with a lot of people around where they just hear you just blow it, blast it out. I can't do that. I'm kind of with him on that. I have a I I have a friend of mine. I, I will give you one of my best of all time. Was driving back from playing in a softball tournament in my twenties, right over imbibed and had been sweating all day. And it just for whatever reason, I just had, I was driving down Dixie Highway, bro, and I just had to go. And there was no there was no I can't I, like I said I can't do it in restaurant. But so the it was like one of those ones where you got to go, right? I mean, we've all been there. Hotel. So I know I pull into Dixie Chili on Dixie Highway. I don't know if you've ever ordered in there. Have you ordered in there before? Oh, yeah. I love Dixie Chili, by the way. That's good. But the way the line is, you kind of get trapped into like this line as soon as you're in there and there's no like way to get through without ordering. I just ran through the line, bumped into people, bumped through people, said, I'll be back to get something in a minute. And of course, then you get out of the bathroom and they realize what you just did. And I go, I'm good. And I just walked out. I'm like, man. <laughs> Classy move. But yeah, no, I have a friend. Uh, well, I, I I won't name his name, a former radio partner. People can figure that out. Um, <laughs> he's a big stop in the hotel guy. He's yeah. a, he, he's one of those. He's going to stop in the hotel. And that's not a bad move. That, I that's like one, that play. I've never done play. it, but that is a smart play. Yeah, it is a smart play because they're usually not going to ask you if you've checked in or if you're, you know, if you're a guest. Um, you're, you're just walking into the lobby, go to the lobby restroom. And the funny thing is most people in the hotel are not using the lobby restroom because you know why? They're using they got, their restroom. Yeah, they got one in the room. Right. So, yeah, that's a that's a pretty good. I've 
I have room with a, with a, with with a couple of guys on the road for for uh, for some stuff I've done in the past where when you got to really go bad and you just don't want to be the guy to just stink up the room. I've gone down to the lobby restroom. Yeah, yeah that's the right play. I did. Yeah. I was staying with my buddy for the Big East tournament in New York a couple of years ago. I actually he was he lived in Brooklyn, like right behind Barclays, and I did. I, I had the courtesy. I was like, look, you know, I'll get up in the middle of the night and pee here, but it's a. I'm gonna make the hike down downstairs if i've you know i've got to do the it's real a solid work. move it's it's it, it's yeah. a good roomy move it's a clear good roomy move i uh i am 100 on the same side with dan's kid now he's done it through first grade i will one-up him and tell you i never once pooped at school in my entire career i, I don't think college. i did either not one single time yeah rick i don't think i did either i no. really don't i'm a huge home game player i don't play any away games if i can help it now, like I was to the point where even when I traveled, it would be like at least a day or two before something's going to happen. Like my body would just shut down and be like, I don't I don't have to go. I'm just going to hold it in until I get back. And then, you know, if you're on the road for more than a day or two, obviously you, you, that's going to happen. But, yeah, I'm, I'm big on only use your home space. But a part of but for me, it's just comfort. Like I like to get basically right. ass naked if I'm. Dude, I'm with. Yeah. Oh, I, it is a comfort thing. I'm knowing yeah. you. I, I want no shoes on. I'm not doing like the pants around the ankles thing. I'm no, just agreed. taking it all off and get stretching I, my legs out, doing a nice man spread on the on the throne. And dude, dude I, I kick a shoe off and take a pant leg off every time. Got to do it. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Uh, are you a sit or stand wiper? A sit? Do people really stand to wipe? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. That's a big thing. It's a big oh. topic that's debated on been debated online before. I would say I'm a sit wiper, but I will say I like to do the once I'm clean, yeah. stand up and do like one more squat there up because you got to get a little different angle, like kind of kind of lift off and start to stand one more before you you go. Along the lines of this topic, which I don't know why we're on this topic other than I kind of ask any I, anything, man. Correct. That's, that's what correct. happens. How about passing gas on an airplane? Where do you stand with that? You're you're a terrorist. We've we've talked about this before. I, I can I can vividly remember yep. the conversation of someone letting a silent but deadly on one of your flights, yep. and you just called him out on it. Said, "Who was that?" <laughs> it was brutal. And yeah, dude, that's a terrorist was, move. I mean, you should be arrested for farting on an airplane. And I will tell you, the the whole you know cabin pressure thing does play into account because it does. There's been plenty of times I've had to hold back big time. And it's one of those, as soon as you get off the plane, you can crop dust down that whole hallway all you want. Nobody's yeah. going to figure it out at that point. Yeah. Walking farts all the way down yes, the, correct. the runway into the terminal or whatever. Yeah, that is correct. Totally agree yeah, with that. Not on the plane. Not on the plane. For goodness sake. Last, last question. Are you with the toilet paper? Are you a folder or a crumbler? Um, I, yeah, I'd say 50, 50. Really? Yeah. That's a savage move. I think that's wild. I know a lot of people do it, but I'm straight folding. I like the nice things in life. Yeah, I I I, I don't I don't give it a ton of thought, I don't believe. That yeah, was I, one I, that was one thing when I moved in with my now fiance that we had to address. Like she would buy prison toilet paper. Like just yeah, no, one we're, we're, ply, po- poke your finger through it as soon as you make the wrong movement. It's like I, look, both of us work. I know, we're not rich by any stretch of imagination. Both we're, of us we're, have, a P, we're, we're a P&G family, so we get some good toilet paper coming on. Oh, way. yeah, you're loaded. You got the good stuff. But that's why I'm like, let's just buy nice toilet paper. It It's really a, a, an expense I think we can afford. 
That is one of the perks of PNG. We've got so many paper towels, toilet paper. I got Old Spice body wash until I can't have Old Spice body wash and deodorant coming out the yin. I could probably even open up my own store for goodness sakes. Well, they actually have that at PNG for their employees, right? Like a little yes. store where you get like some no, no, points dude, for they, doing different things. And you go in and just get like kind of free crap or extremely yeah, discounted. They, or whatever. they send a big box every year of stuff. Yeah, that's that is a nice perk. I was on the PNG. I actually dated a girl who was a, a scientist that did like the. Um, have you ever had the scented beads that you put in your wash? Dude, I use make... them all the time. I yeah, they're awesome. Them. They're really Dude, they're the best. Yeah. Well, she was like on that team while they were developing them and testing. So like for a while, Dude, my laundry Dude, that was is, off that, the that charts. Is, that is clearly one of the best inventions ever. I agree. It's, it's a really good feeling when anything you put on just smells amazing. Yes. Because you know why? As much as I love clean clothes, and I do, I mean, I am like, if I wear something at 10 a.m. and it's six o'clock at night, and I change into it's all in the laundry. I I, I don't I, I'm a I like I don't mind doing laundry. Same. Um, Same but it, it sometimes depends. Even if you had like a nice you know liquid detergent back in the day, and and your downy, and maybe even had a little thing in the in the in the dryer. If the water wasn't quite right, it didn't quite get the clothes smell in the way that these things these things get the clothes smell. Like, damn, these clothes smell good. Yeah, it always smells pretty good when when you go through the wash, but these there's no mistake. Yes. Like you get oh, in someone's I'm... car and they're like, "Damn, did you just like shower in in uh, laundry detergent or what?" I mean, it's yes, like dude, you huge can smell believer it. in yeah. those things. Huge believer. Could not sure. agree more. Get the scented beads, guys. Like it's no a question. it's a difference maker for your sheets too. Like for your bed. Oh, oh yeah, all oh, last for yes. like five, six days. Absolutely, perfect, Rick. I appreciate it as always. Should be a fun weekend. We'll be back. A lot more to get to on next week's podcast. Thanks for being with us for this week's podcast. And as always, hit us up on Twitter hashtag Ask Skinny Anything for any questions that you may have that I will answer on any topic. For Rick Boring, I'm Richard Skinner. It's been the Skinny Podcast, the, the weekly post edition presented by Brian Keefer of Prime Millennials.